Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Forecast After Dark for men. Welcome to the Full Cast After Dark. Oh, no, I woke up, dogs. Oh, they're both looking at me. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a minute. Brought, brought to you by a quad espresso. I consumed at 4.15 p.m. And our sponsor tonight. Genuinely, Full Cast After Dark is brought to you by GameTime.co. Not GameTime.com. That is an impostore. If you go there, you'll get nothing. 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 If you go to GameTime.com, every ticket you buy to a sporting event after this will cost $50 yeah. more. Going to football games is stressful, but buying tickets to them shouldn't be. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Tell that to anybody who sat through Penn State, Iowa. Like, let's say you're at you're in Bloomington right now and you're watching Indiana you probably to... want a ticket to something else. <laughs> You're watching Indiana go into multiple overtimes with Akron. Wouldn't you feel better had you used offer code FULLCAST? And is it FULLCAST or a shutdown? Did I do it wrong? Oh, I bet I did it wrong. Oh, no, it's FULLCAST for once. Okay. Doing it live. Offer code FULLCAST and saved money on your order. How much money are we talking, Holly? Exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the code FULLCAST, F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T, will get you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Snag the tickets without the stress. Technically, Indiana football counts as theater of the absurd. Create an account and redeem code FULLCAST for 20% off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all just... that, took, that took it all out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that was good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to pick you up. I all my anger out at fellow Tennessee fans tonight. I'm going to pick you up here, and I'm going to go ahead and select the uh, freshest carcass 
for the feast. Ooh, this okay. is a weird. This is a really weird week to be like what to start start with. Like it is, but I'm gonna start with it. Okay, okay? all right. Ryan, you watched the least football because you had a seven year old's birthday to celebrate. Why don't you? Oh, oh, the Matt Clutch. The Matt Clutch is happening right now. Oh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Oh, Narduzzi. That's interesting. Okay, Mac. They 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 did the initial clutch, mm-hmm. and they, they if you're if you're following along time code, it's eleven twenty nine Eastern right now. Um, they they did the clutch, and they backed away. And then as Mac went in again for the double clutch, Narduzzi did his own double clutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it looked it looked at the very least consensual, which is not something that you could usually used to describe max post-game interactions power move by, by the dudes i assume everything pat narduzzi understands about how men interact with one another is contained in the documentary film predator like mm. i assume that's all of how mm, he interacts that, that's with accurate people. though that's yeah. that's 100 percent accurate <laughs> sure. that sure. and that yeah. croupier film with clive owen i don't got time to score <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get to iowa we will oh god all right. Um, so, so, Brian, Brian, why don't you go through? Why don't you just go go down this the schedule today and pick what looks interesting to you, and we'll tell you what happened. Okay. Let's start. <sighs> Fine. Let's start with Alabama twenty four, Ole Miss ten. Okay. Oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, let, let me let me tell you what happened. One, Jalen. Oh, wait, 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 Ryan, Ryan. What's the most depressing po- sight unseen? Because you didn't see this game. What's the most depressing possible thing that could have happened? Um. I think the most depressing possible thing that could have happened is that Ole Miss just couldn't do shit on offense and Alabama just sat on them for the second half. Hi, Okay. Well, you're almost right. Um, okay. They also sat on them for a good deal of the first half. Oh, fun. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. And Jalen Milrow made some nice throws. Okay. He made some nice plays. I, I think, like, I want to go ahead and just go ahead and take the positive from whatever team. You happen to be watching, and we'll be positive about this in one respect. Jalen Milrow, nice comeback game. He was 17 for 21. He had a couple of beautiful deep balls because it just eat so happened. Shit, Pete Golding. <laughs> um, it was definitely an eat shit Pete Golding day. Uh, because and then shit out Pete Golding. Yeah. Yeah, because Pete Golding uh gave Jalen Milrow his comeback game. He was 17 for 21, relatively unbothered in the pocket. And functional. I think all Alabama needs is functional. Additionally, um, you know, sometimes when you need Lane Kiffin to come through and you need Lane Kiffin to have a big game and you need him to get a team ready and to have answers for all of the problems that the opposition is presenting. And Lane just kind of goes, oh, so sleepy. That's what happened. But Lane Kiffin, as we discussed on the forecast uh, diesel this week, uh-huh. Like <laughs> went went to the trouble of saying that not only was were they carefully watching Alabama's defense, they were watching it so carefully that he had determined that a different person was calling that defense. And they scored ten points? Uh-huh. Like like I mean look, you can, look, watch, I, you can I, watch a lot of things that you can't do. That you can't do anything about. I assume everybody listening to this is long past their school days maybe you're in grad school or something i doubt anybody listening to this is an undergrad or high school or whatever but you know it's a big world if you get to a point where it's way worse to study a ton for something and get a d 
than to just blow it off and get it. Like, Lane Kiffin should have just blown it off and been like, yeah, we didn't really pay attention to their defense. Disc golf was too enticing. I don't know what to tell you, man. And that's a lesson I feel like, just based on his personality, it feels like he would have absorbed in school. Yeah, he feels that way. Like, I've never looked at Lane Kiffin and been like, boy. I bet I bet he takes great notes. I bet his outline looks fucking perfect. Hmm. Boring. By by the way, the uh the highlight of this, if you want to know what kind of a game it was and the kind of like in that zone between a good game and a, a bad game, there was this game that landed somewhere in between. The usually Nick does this thing where he goes immediately after the game and talks and does the coaches show where he breaks down a play if you want to watch that it's on michael casagrande's account linked it's also on alabama football's account please go watch the middle tennessee state one because it's one of the greatest things i've ever seen it's really really good by the way the one good thing old miss baited Jalen milro into an interception using that very same play today it was like the Mm. only really great thing that pete golding did the i forget if we mentioned this but on the mitsu one earlier this year like nick gets so visibly agitated with how middle tennessee's defensive backs are deployed that he starts explaining how they should be coaching uh-huh. in the middle of his own his coaching players. they're not even his players he gets completely derailed from talking about bama and just starts like breaking down mitsu's defensive backs and it's great it's great television like i i hate that he wants to coach until he's dead because he's so good on tv right. like he's a great he's a great teacher on television to give you an idea of like what they isolated to talk about today it was a blocked punt and nick of course goes mm. super geek explaining this blocked punt mm-hmm. and then to conclude the clip and this is actually what happened in the game he says well it's real good and then uh, we got the ball on the one now we didn't do anything with it when we got it on the one and then he did this like sheepish smile and he goes but we got it on the one. It became a field goal. <laughs> they didn't do shit with it. But it was so good because he's like, well, we didn't do anything with it. Just the resignation of a man who knows he still has miles to go before the hate in his heart sleeps for even one second. <laughs> it was beautiful. I, I assume I assume this is a game where everybody was just like, Ole Miss is going to do the cool thing soon, right? Yeah. And it, yeah. And it was <laughs> they never yeah. did. Okay. Jackson Dart no. just is not that dude. Yeah. He's not like, make something happen. And Jackson right. Dart's like, no, I decline. <laughs> Bart will be the quarterback. That's what he was for the second half. He would prefer not to. Okay. Um, let's see. We had some cool shit happen today. Oh, God, here comes the dog. Okay. It's, it's, it, well, here's what's wild about it is that because Betty wants to be on the fucking show. Especially this week, it was like, Oregon State and Wazoo played their only game they've ever played in their history where yeah. both teams are ranked. And it was a great game. Like, I did get to see a good bit of that. Yeah. And Cam Ward was fucking amazing in that game. Mm-hmm. And, like, Utah-UCLA didn't end up being a particularly pretty game, but was certainly interesting. And the fact that Utah is 4-0 and and has not gotten a single snap from Cam Rising so far. Astonishing. Like, is is absolutely winning with fucking The Last of Us inventory. Like, yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome. Washington, like it's been pointed out in the chat. Washington had two touchdowns tonight. They were up 14-0 before before Michael Penix touched the ball. (laughs) Like, there's, I, I think it's frustrating because Colorado is and should be 
one of the interesting stories in the Pac-12 this year. But but the other thing is, like, Oregon is as well. I don't know. Like, from what I saw of that game, it felt more like the takeaway should be not, oh, Colorado's a fraud and they were never real to begin with, which people are definitely going to say. Yep. Much more like, oh, my God, when Oregon's on, they're fucking terrifying. Bo Nix made his first 11 passes in this game. Yep, and they were easy. Easy. A lot of them were short stuff. A lot of them were a little, like, uh, sort of, like, expanded triple options where, you know, he could keep the ball or could dish in the flat or maybe he could go. Yeah, a lot of it was that. But I will say this. Smooth sailing, not a wave on the ocean. No obstructions, no reef, nothing. That boat was going wherever it wanted it to. And, and like, Colorado's offensive line, we've already covered, is not great. But, like, Oregon's defensive line is very good. They're very, they're very good. They're very mean. They made life hell for Shadur Sanders, who, like every quarterback in the world, does not perform better as well under pressure. And he was extremely he pressured. Do, he, he does, though, weirdly. Like, he's the one exception. Hey, oh, how's this? Or has been. It'd be better if he could just stand there. It would be nicer Oregon if he could just stand let there. That yes. happen. I'm yeah. sure he would prefer that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't. And by the way, Oregon, not exactly busting out the, uh, the top shelf plays either. A lot of like, hey, run that way. Run that way. We're running right up the middle. Yeah, a lot of that. By the way, um, it was 35-0 at half, if you need to know exactly what it was. If you've been watching this team, too, you kind of suspected. You go, oh, that team's lighting the ass. Oregon contains much ass. They're probably going to win this game. Uh, yeah. All right. We have, we, it is now. We can't go this long. I'm sorry. The dog is between me and the keyboard now. <laughs> <laughs> We can't, here. we can't go this long without talking about the goddamn bucks. I'm sorry to say. Let's go. Let's go. Let's wake up the other dog. Let's go. I, my favorite part of this game. Holy shit, Mark Rickley's handsome. Ohio State fans are so mad that they won this game in the way that they did. <laughs> I think it's lovely. I like it when everybody gets to get mad. They're so like, and I'm, and I don't think they're wrong. I really don't think they're wrong. But they're so convinced that Ryan Day is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's lost. He keeps losing this one game twice, and they've decided that that's his best. I, I mean, look, go back to the '70s or whatever. Ohio State fans are statistically have to be the most spoiled. But there uh, is there is something about this iteration of Ohio State that feels very rickety. I think that is fair to say. That's fair to say because they are rickety. They're working in new linemen. They're still working out exactly how they're going to block everybody up front. They have a new quarterback. Yeah. They have a running back, uh, a prime running back, Travian Henderson, who's coming back from a real bad year and being dinged up. So, like, and that defense, too. The defense, I thought the defense played really, really well because in the second half, Notre Dame decided to just – lean on him and they really committed to the run game and one i don't know how smart that was because their best player is sam hartman (laughs) i mean it got them the lead for a minute but i don't think it got them the kind of lead they wanted so i would like i would question that like they came very close to winning this game maybe if you maybe if you let sam off the leash a little bit more maybe maybe you see better numbers i don't know just a thought also speaking of better numbers notre dame lined up with 10 people on the last play and on the play before that, they had 10 people on defense. The number I think matters most is 86. 
And that's how old Lou Holtz is, because I'm pretty sure Ryan Day wants to punch him right in the solar plexus. Wait, why, does, why does everybody keep talking about Lou Holtz? So, I don't know where, on his Rumble account or some garbage at this point, Lou Holtz... I, I, probably on Stormfront. <laughs> Lou Holtz this week was like, eh, Ohio State can't win a national championship because they're, they're too soft and they don't know how to push big objects. Like... Just just completely cranky old man. And for whatever reason, everybody in the uh, must-make-media-from-itself feeding cycle decided, like, well, we got we to gotta talk about this. Like, what Lou Holtz has to say about college football in this, the year of our Lord, 2023, is both important and newsworthy. I didn't and... care about Lou Holtz when he was alive, and I don't see why I should have to care now. And and it it generated so much attention that like Ryan Day in the post game interview after this like very tight, very emotional last second win decided to bring it up and was like I heard what Lou, it, it was it, it was like watching you know what I, if, if there's exactly... like if there's like an old dad wrestling circuit this is how you call somebody out for dad WrestleMania wow. Let him do it, though, man. I'm sorry. It's like I'm, I'm like, go ahead. I would like to shit. skip Holtz. Thank you, commenter. <laughs> talk it. Go ahead. I heard some of the, I, Who said we're whack? That's, that's, that's what this is. Raise your hand. You said we're whack. Why would you do that? Like, uh, to go back a little bit, at least Deion Sanders can make the, like, oh, other coaches are talking, are, are saying something interesting. Yeah. The fact that Ryan Day has to be like, oh, we're going to war with Lou Holtz. Oh, boy. How often in life do you get that opportunity, though? I heard somebody talking shit. I have refuted that shit somewhat. Reveal yourself. Sure. Sure. Yeah. sure. Cheap heat. Embrace. Yeah, that's right. Embrace right. cheap heat. Go right. ahead. I'm fine with it. I'm also fine, by the way. I love when... I, I love when... Um, when you have a coach in pregame saying things like they do it for clicks that's such good <laughs> shit that's such good shit it's so cheap it's so dumb and do you know what if i was a 20 year old sitting there hopped up on all of the rage and testosterone yeah, sure, i could sure. ready to go and they're like he does it for the gram i'm like ah, i hate him i don't even know who he is so that's I, right yeah I think it's a shame what Google's done to search, and I'm going to get out there and hit somebody about it. It's the best. <laughs> Coaches will say anything. They'll be like, the Hun is right outside that door. They're like, I don't know who the Hun is, but I'm going to kill him. Dan Lanning has me really fired up about the state of media. Yeah. The New York Times fired their union sports writers. Ah! I'm going to do this for John Brand. <laughs> Like, it's, it's you have to love it. like and after the game of course like when Dion's asked about it Dion's like mm, talk your shit go ahead it's fine it's a great coach <laughs> oh they did say God bless him which is evangelical for Fuck sure him. yes right 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 um yeah. Ryan Day also said they had only had one bad half in like the last three years which <clears throat> <clears throat> it's it's probably probably two at least two. Which is still not a lot. Still not a lot. Not going to fact check. 
I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna commit the cardinal sin of fact checking your uh, promo. Don't fact check the promo, okay? Um, you know, Ric Flair probably wasn't the greatest athlete in the world when he said he was, and he he probably uh, didn't actually. I don't want to think about Space Mountain. Never mind. Um, yeah. What? The the other result we have to talk about <clears throat> is Florida State Clemson, a game I did get to watch all of because it happened well before this fucking birthday party, which is fine. Which is fine. The birthday party <laughs> was fine. Um. I don't know what to make of Florida State because on the one hand, they're 4-0 and they're riding, what, like a 10 or 11 game win streak and Clemson's a hard, a super hard place to win and they didn't play their best game and they still figured it out. Yep. But like, I have this really nagging feeling and, and the LSU game is proof of this as well. It's just that the, the good part so overwhelmed the bad part of like... No, no, because the good part was that the kicker Turned down a lucrative job in finance to come back <laughs> and kick for Clemson, and then fucked it up. Like, yeah. I, I, that, so that made up for a lot. I would feel better if I could tell you, like, oh, here's where Florida State played a really complete game in a in a game that mattered a lot. Like, I'm gonna cut Spencer in line because I think we're gonna agree on this. Okay. I kind of don't need Florida State to be a complete team because I love their offense so fucking much. But the offense was the part that wasn't that good in the second half. Yeah, but but, but I don't. Got... But I'm not a Florida State fan. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but but I'll be damned. You know what they did? Yeah. They kept throwing the same route. Yeah, sure. They kept throwing the same route because they were like, "Fuck it, it's gonna be open." It's gonna be open. It's gonna, and it was. It eventually on the final. Yeah, like the, Keon Coleman's on. Game, yes, sure. Uh, it was open. I love that about them. I love how dogged and determined they are, even in the face of their own incompetence. They're like, oh man, fuck those guys who missed that last pass. Fortunately, that's not us. Like yes. they have no memory. <laughs> they just go to the next play and they do it. Also, Kalen Deloach. We don't talk enough about defense. Mm-hmm. Kalen Deloach was a motherfucker. Yeah. An absolute motherfucker. Yeah. That that hit on Klubnik, the fourth fumble, which he then picked up on the ricochet off of a defensive lineman's hands. An astonishing play, by the way. Go try it. Like, it's real hard to catch that oblate spheroid off the bounce anyway. And he did it after forcing it on a blitz that I have no idea how Cade Klubnik, like Cade Klubnik's awareness score in that moment in NCAA, like a three. I, I, you know what? That's the power of consequential learning, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was, and and also perfectly placed, by the way, like helmet right on the ball. Yeah, like yeah. abs, like totally on the ball. Clubnick took a hammering, by the way. Yes, he got hit. Now I don't think Florida State is across the board. If you look at like positions, like you know, one through eleven on each side, mm-hmm. if you look at them, I don't think it's a very evenly distributed scheme of talent. Right, the five here, there's a nine here. But the points where they arrange their talent are particularly thorny and painful. Yes. Like like their pain points are the parts that will absolutely crack you. Additionally, you have an accomplice in the form of Clemson, who I have watched lose two games at this point through weird-ass fluky things and bad execution on that. Um, I, I believe it was on the fourth and short where they just needed a yard. Klubnik missed the read. Club, like that's They threw the bubble instead of just going right up the middle, which mm-hmm. was an option. Mm-hmm. So, like, they missed that. I don't think that's a bad call because one of the options they had on that play 
probably would have gotten the yard they needed. And they didn't get it. Um, <clears throat> all right. I'm going to apologize to a commenter that Matt Monty. How have we gone this long without acknowledging that a Texas State band member threw a fucking trident? Not verified. Not verified? No. No, no, no. We are we are we are in the process of discovering. As long as it's a trident, can it just is okay, can this fall under this is so cool that it should be real? What all right. Let's explain for, for people like me who only know oh, that wait, something a trident happened. is real. Okay, I thought they just had a trident. This is less interesting. Oh. Yeah, hmm. but not not verified. The alleged story is that a Texas State band member threw a trident at Nevada football players. The turnover trident. Well, I knew there was an actual trident. This was a lot funnier. Yeah, no, it's it's a real trident, and we don't know. There's a video of a Texas State band member being taken away by a policeman. Uh, he's what? a bear. Yeah, he's a baritone. He's a baritone player for those oh, keeping score. But yeah. te- but Texas State won, which I think reinforces the divine right of undersea kings. So. I do have. I, I've got one little. I've got one little picky note on Clemson. I want to get out before it. Okay, sorry. Quick yeah, yeah. my brain. I went and looked it up. Phil Maffa, who, if you haven't seen running out of the backfield, is a terror. Yeah. Uh, Phil Maffa was averaging like six point nine yards per carry, or six point nine yards per carry, and got ten carries. Shipley got eighteen. I'm like, I don't know, y'all. Ride a hot hand. Ride a hot hand. Like that's. He was nobody wanted to mess with that dude. I want. I have one more Clemson thing I want to bring up, and it's something Ryan said earlier today, and I would love to unpack it because it's super true. Ryan, you you tweeted earlier today that sometimes Dabo reacts to things Clemson does as if he had zero influence <laughs> on them. I, I had never. This is one of those things that, like, I think we all just accept to be true and had never really thought too much about before. Mm-hmm. It's it was what made me think about it was the bubble screen Spencer's mentioning on was it fourth and one or I think it was third and one I think they had it another. was a third one if we got it yeah and he he's they they cut to the sideline and he's yelling onto the uh, field holding up a one he's like you needed one yard and yeah. I'm like this is the shit like the dude sitting in section two oh eight says that's the mm-hmm. shit I say I'm not the coach. I'm not the one who decided what we should do here. And I know, like, yes, I know Dabo is not making the play calls. And, and like, he did a similar thing at the uh, at his uh, sideline interview going into the half where he basically was like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing on defense rushing three. <laughs> By the way, it's real obvious that, that, that Dabo wasn't making the play calls because prior to the entire fiasco ending of this, Clemson had their like I think their best offensive game of the year. Yeah. Against actual competition, like yeah. they outgained them by yeah. yardage, they yeah. outfirst down them. Yeah. They were better for I don't think most they went the I game. don't think they went 3 and out a single time. They were pretty good on third down. They like yeah, they like could move the and and they didn't benefit from like, oh, here's a short field. Oh, here's, you know, like they they had to move the ball to score and they and they yeah. did pretty well. Receivers, receivers actually getting open. Receivers Tyler actually Brown. catching the ball. Yeah, Tyler Brown coming along at receiver is like you know kind of that dude. Yeah, they looked. I thought for most of the game you're like, I don't know, this kind of looks like you know Garrett Riley's got this thing actually sort of working, and then the end happened. Yeah, yeah. Also, Deloach happened. But like, yeah, Dab, like Dabo just seems to be uninvolved with any of it. 
I mean, he is a CEO type coach, so that's you're, you're going to get that, right? <laughs> uh, it's it's. I've never seen quite such a literal application of the attitude of CEO. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. But uh, did Debo shout out God in the post game? Yes, he did. Of course. Yeah. Don't know what his thoughts are on the offense, but you know, God's God. God's a mole. Oh, that would explain a lot of things. I always quit smoking. Yeah, I, I like that. By the way, I like uh, last row, Pat. Thank you for saying Debo is a vibes guy. <laughs> you know what? I get that. Yeah, Debo. I don't know shit about football either. So you, you know what? You're cool. We're cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, if you're gonna be a vibes guy, you can't be a bummer. That's that's what it is. Yes, it's like yeah. if you're gonna be a vibes guy, if you're gonna be a CEO vibes guy, you have to be, you have to be upbeat. You have to be like a chill dude. And Davo's just not a chill dude. Not in the least. Um, I want to talk about the defenders of the Rose Bowl. The only real OGs left in the Pac-12 heirs to the throne. I do want to shout out the freewheeling cavalcade of football mayhem that was Washington State v. Oregon State. Banger after banger after yeah. banger. Yeah. Opening of the game. Cam Ward throws a touchdown so long, I don't think it should be legal. He finishes with 404 yards passing. ATL! And four TDs. He was a monster. Oregon State ran all over the park. They were also inspiring and magnificent. Just a, exactly what you want out of the Pac-12 in their final year of inspiring existence. Just a, and I have no complaints about this game whatsoever. Perfection. No, like these teams rule. These teams just they, they rule. rule. That's they really all there rule. is to it. Yeah. Like it's very satisfying. Here's what it is. It's very satisfying to watch two teams who know what they are. Yeah. Like Oregon State and I, I do think DJ has played very well for Oregon State, but they are not interested in, like, we're going to go out here and we are going to try to throw the ball f 50 times, you know? Like, no, more, he, like, he more, was, like, more like 15 if they can yes, get away he was Yes, he was 17 of 34 today, and that feels, like, a oh, little wow. high, yeah. frankly. Washington State is like, yeah, it's going to run through Cam Ward because he's awesome, because he's just awesome. And uh, – and, Everything they do, like, it was, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun to see two teams that, and, it, you know, it kind of, to, to contrast it to Dabo, it's like, yeah, these are teams who their coaches are like, this is what we're trying to do. This is the vision for what we are trying to become with, our, with, with the talent that we have, which is not perfect and has some limitations, but, like, we're going to maximize what these players can do. And mm -hmm. that's that's really the thing that Clemson doesn't consistently do these days under Dabo. Yeah, I think they're now if they just if if he keeps his hands off, I think they can get there. I really Maybe. do. But like, what does their look like? What does that even look like at this point? Their looks like a theirs looks like a really solid defense combined with what you saw at TCU's offense last year, which is a run heavy spread. Yeah, you know, coordinated by Garrett Riley and Cade Klubnik as like the guy who really channels the offense through those two backs yeah. presents a like a decent run thread himself and then gets the ball to some receivers who are coming along nicely. Like it, this is the week where I am all charity. 
where I say, oh, sure. I don't know. They're, com- they're coming along. Notre Dame, you lost. But you know what? You looked really good for long stretches of that game and did work on Marvin Harrison, right? Bama, Bama, look at you. The, the, uh, the upstart, underappreciated Alabama football program finally coming back, putting some shit together. I liked it. I don't have much good to say about Old Miss, but I don't have to. That was just disappointing and depressing. I don't think Old Miss fans have very much no, good to say. They right don't. Now. I was like, man, that Old Miss is depressing. And the mentions are just like, yeah, yeah. Not one like, oh, we'll turn it around. They're like, this shit's, this shit's hit the ground. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, score real quick. Washington 38, Cal 12. With 2.06 left in the second quarter. Speaking of teams oh. that know exactly what they are, Washington. Yep. Washington yep. Washington v. Oregon on October 14th. Reserve that reserve that little window of time in advance, either yeah. in person or in front of your television, because that's going to be a war. Um, Minnesota lost to Northwestern. That stank. Oh. Jesus, that's that is, bad. That is, I didn't watch a single bit of this game. But I do know um, that it happened. Mm-hmm. That boat has gopher holes in it. And and PJ, yeah. Yeah. What you what you need to know about that game from Minnesota, and I think it was this kind of a game all around. Minnesota had a player down a punt in the end zone, like it was on the one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like all proud of himself, standing mm-hmm. there, like woohoo! Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. So I think PJ, it was that kind of joint. PJ Fleck at this point has. A solid win over an Eastern Michigan team that might not be might not be having and might not be their year. They got shut out by Jacksonville State today, who is having a very good year uh, in their first year up in FBS, frankly. Um, and other than that, the only other win is that like completely Nebraska gagged away victory to start the season. And they're gonna play. They're they're playing Louisiana next. Louisiana Lafayette, who is not a like. Not a shabby team at all. They got to play Michigan. Now, we're not going to read the schedule with Minnesota, but like, no. I would not advise losing to Northwestern in this or any. You know what I mostly wouldn't advise? I mostly wouldn't advise losing. If you're going to lose a Northwestern team in modern times, it shouldn't be one that scores 21 points in the fourth quarter. That's not something Northwestern teams do. That's something Mm -hmm. you let happen. You helped with that, Minnesota, and you should they, feel bad. Sometimes they go two or three games without scoring that many points combined. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. Um, also, not ideal. Um, okay, whenever you can get the golden boot, you take the golden boot. But, uh, whoo, boy, LSU against Arkansas, we had that thing up on two wheels around the corner for a minute because that was, that was a wild-ass game where Arkansas made it, I think, more of a game than LSU wanted it to make it. Yeah. Real even. Really even. Basically decided by turnovers. Jaden Daniels had 320 yards and four TDs, and he needed all of them because LSU's defense looked <clears throat> Trey, Trey shaky, Cher. Trey shaky. This will be <clears throat> this will be the dish on LSU's menu where you're like, oh, seafood gumbo. What's in that? And you're like, we're not gonna tell you. It's just food. Just eat it. Just yeah, it came out of a it came out of a net. We pulled it out of inside you. It came from the ocean, therefore it's seafood stew. It's fine. Just eat it. That's seafood boudin. Where'd you get it? Never you mind. Never you mind. It's legal. It's a win, brother. Can we get it? It's now past midnight. Can we get into the kinky shit? Iowa, Penn State. Mm. 
Oh, I have some things to say about this game. I Please. have so many numbers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cue Holly up because she had something. She's like, oh, I want to talk about this, and she wouldn't tell me what it is. Okay, Holly, you have a stat from this game that, in my pouring over all of the stats, evidently I had not discovered. So well, you go a, first. It's a stat that they mentioned on the broadcast. So. First of all, tell me what you thought was your favorite stat, and then I'll tell you the better one. Uh, I'm going to go real bread and butter here. Then Iowa had four first downs. <laughs> one for each quarter. I'm not talking about four first downs in the second half or the first half. They had four for the entire What do you got that beats that? Wait a second. Now I think Gary Danielson got it wrong because this can't be right. Oh, what do you say? What do you say? I think there's a number of stats for this game that come with <laughs> this can't be right. Wait a second. Okay. No. Okay. No, he did. He did say this. Okay. Wait. No, that can't be right. What do you say? Okay. When I tuned in, and this was at some point in the second quarter. It was a shoot. Now I can't remember if it was Gary or Brad. Uh, but Gary said that I swear he said it was Iowa was one of X number of teams that was perfect in the red zone. But then he said that they had made how many trips to the red zone? 10. Hold on. I'm going to CFB stats. So okay. We can like 10 through three weeks. While you, ver- well, you verified oh, that, I will go. Dog ahead. is here now. Okay. I am like covered in dogs. Okay. Um, when you verify that, I will go ahead and go ahead and cover sunny. several of the other interesting stats here, which is yes, 76 total yards. Go and walk around your driveway for a minute. Congratulations. You're the Iowa offense tonight. They ran 33 plays. 33 in four fucking quarters of football. They and they, but, 33 but, plays. But somehow they held the ball for 14 minutes, which seems I way too low for 33 <laughs> Wow. That exceeds. Is... Yeah. Yeah, that exceeds that exceeds even Iowa's low expectations for what they need in terms of offense. And they need almost nothing. They got less than nothing. Yes, in the race to th- in the drive to 325, Brian Ferentz went from being up uh coming into this game by a significant number of points to 15 points down. He's 15 under, for or 15 over, I think, in golf terms. Iowa lost four fumbles. That was the other thing, is there were a lot of points in this game, and, and maybe all of them, ultimately, where Penn State was basically cosplaying as Iowa. Mm-hmm. Where oh, they were they getting all Iowa the Iowa. They got all the timely uh, fumble recoveries. They, they pulled the, like, magic out on special teams. Like, Penn State's offense ultimately... The box score looks okay, mm. but that is very much the product of like some late-ish or some second half padding, I should say. I'm glad you said that because I want to talk about the intangible factors of this game. Uh-huh. Because uh, when I tuned in just in time to hear the aforementioned weird stat, and y'all, you're going to hear Sunny make some weird fucking noises because she makes these very weird noises when she's settling mm-hmm. down to sleep. She sounds like she's just watched this game. It's like, <sighs> Um, there, I, I tuned in just in time for the weather to get really terrible. 
and terrible in a way that it didn't look like it should be possible for a September night game. Mm-hmm. Um, like it looked like it was sleeting, which I know isn't possible and wasn't actually happened, but that's what it looked like. And uh, you know, everyone they they were winning, but Penn State's little babyface quarterback, whose name has escaped me at the moment, God help him, he looked so miserable. Drew like, act- yeah, yeah, thank you. Like he looked like just he was making a sad clown face. Yeah, and there's this one point at which uh, there's this one point at which, and this was a bullshit call. It didn't end up mattering, but it was a bullshit call. There's one point which the officials were taking forever to review whether or not uh, a lateral that he had thrown was a forward pass or or not. It was pretty clearly a backward pass, and the officials rule it. uh, The officials rule it incorrectly, in my opinion, that it was a forward pass. And Gary Danielson lets out this noise that sounds like he was trying to pass a kidney stone. Like, I, I he sounded like, I, I've used this example before, I've never heard Gary Danielson talk like this about anyone but Tennessee, and he was just like, Bah! And just, just so many guttural noises associated with this game. And then right on the heels of that, Brad Nessler goes, well, we get to a punt, which is probably where this was heading anyway. <laughs> like, Penn State. This, this is the second quarter. Penn State ran... Penn State, ran so 90, shit. Penn State ran 97 plays yeah. against Iowa. How many first downs did Iowa get? Four. Four. Oh! Penn State had Penn State had 28. I've I've looked this up. I have found the last time Iowa was shut out. I'm gonna give you the year, and I want you to see if you can guess the coach. I'm not gonna give you the team. I want to see if you can guess the coach who was on the winning side of the last Iowa shutout. The year is 2000. Who's the mm. coach? Gary um, God, if it's 2000 and it's, I'm going to guess it's, I don't know, Minnesota? Is it, Who's uh, the coach? Glenn Mason? Glenn Mason was the coach of the 2000 Minnesota Golden Gophers. And Holly, um, I believe I'm double-checking. Barry Alvarez was the coach of the 2000 Wisconsin Badgers, but those weren't the teams that did it. Mm. Ron Turner was the coach of the 2000 <laughs> Illinois wow. Fighting Illini. Wow. The last team to hold Iowa scoreless in a 31-0 Champaign-Illinois homecoming game. Illinois That's finished that year 5-6. and six. Jesus wept. You've now joined the Ron Turner brotherhood, James Franklin. <laughs> Congratulations. You, have you, now have you will work forever. Coaching Florida International is now your birthright. Norv, but Norv Franklin, he's the real king, wherever he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., by the way, has completed 12 passes uh, for 250 yards. <laughs> YPA on swole. God damn, that's incredible. Um, couple other things I want to just note briefly here: Duke is four and zero and beat UConn forty-one to seven. Yes, it did. I know UConn was a very fun story last year, and I know that they actually looked pretty good in their opening loss to NC State. But I'm a little worried that this may not be the year for Jim Mora. You don't think? I have some concerns. You don't you don't you don't think a wild regression to the mean was coming for Yukon? 
How dare you assume that Yukon is not immune to the laws of gravity? Um, I also saw something that today that I haven't checked, but seems amazing. Mm-hmm. So Syracuse beat Army, and the thing I saw said that this is oh, the first Army drive. Oh, okay. This, this is the first time in Syracuse history that they have won all of their non-conference games in a season. And I know, like, Syracuse is not, you know, like, oh, perpetual national champion or what, but they've had good years and they've had good players. And I'm like, this yeah. is really the first time that they've won all of their non but they have, and they're 4-0 as well. Yeah, by the way, we, we got shit about this for not saying nice things about Syracuse. Here, we're going to go ahead and do that because down 7-6 at half, they turned this over to the gifted arm of the freewheeling Garrett Schrader, who then passed all over our fighting men in the army. Gross. Going for most of his yardage in the second half. He was outstanding, as was LaQuinn Allen, their running back. So there, you did. And the army attack, which in the first half was absolutely unstoppable, came to a grinding halt and was not fruitful in the second half. There you go, Syracuse. We've said nice shit about you. Yep. Uh, we will not say nice things about Virginia Tech. Don't need to. Or oh, Virginia. no. Yeah. Do we yeah. even have to get into this? Nope. We can just move right past it. You know what? Good job, Marshall. Marshall's 3-0, and we're proud yeah, of you. Yeah, good job. That's yeah. it. They do also have the best biscuit at Tudors. The Thunder okay. I Heard biscuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Michigan, by the way, for getting a game done in under three hours. The Greg Maddox special. Rutgers helped. Let's be honest. There's there's very little about the Rutgers offense that is like uh, my machinations. They take time to develop. I do love I do love that that both teams were like, do you guys hate football? Yeah, we hate football. Let's just like, get this shit over with. Like imagine imagine you're playing NCAA and you go to pull up the plays and you press up and nothing happens and you press down and nothing happens. That's the Rutgers offense, more or less. It's like, mm-hmm. it's these three play guy- guys, which one do you want to run? That's it. Yeah, well well done, guys. Um, Auburn, hi. I, I would like no, to. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we can, hey, we can, seal, we can seal this off with one Godfrey comment. Okay. Who said, and I agree, that he cannot wait until we get to season four of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it makes it to season four. I think it's very charitable of him to suggest that there will be a season four. It's not mean at all. Yeah, this this might be a Netflix special, two seasons and gone if if, if it's gonna look like this, which I I it can't look like this. It can't look that bad. Um yeah, but hey, congrats. everyone can hear the weird slurping noises that one of the dogs is now making on her feet next to the microphone. <sighs> um, there was another game that I wanted to mention just for for sheer perversity of outcome, but I want to get the stats up before I do this because goddamn, weird fucking day in a lot of respects, and this was even weirder. Um, it's this one. It's it's the fact that. Uh, given everything that's happening at the university that employs them. Neil Brown, Neil Brown's three and one right now. Yep. Somebody else tell me how I'm supposed to feel about this. Cause I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> West Virginia passed for 99 yards and one. Um, what's the deal with Texas tech on the road? They're is, like, the air Is the air like thin and Lubbock? And when the air, they get into regular air everywhere else, they get just kind of sludgy in the blood. Here, <laughs> here, is, here is a result that w- is going by the end of the year is going to look truly fucking, fucking baffling from week two. Mm-hmm. Oregon 38, Texas Tech 30. What? 
What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just ignore that. Let's also ignore what Arizona State is managing to do right now, which is be a little le- bit less than a speed bump for USC. Yeah. It's, 20, it's 21-13. We're just going to slide that over there. Hey, uh, Florida found a kicker there. Don't look at the rest of that game. It's bad. And had one fun catch. One fun catch. And that's yep. all you need to remember from that game. Um, don't, don't wait, why? Out. What happened? It's bad. It's just it was it was blah. It was no, it was mostly blah. It was yes. Florida beat Charlotte. Did not score a ton of points in the process. Played fine on defense. Like just doesn't merit a ton of discussion. You know what does? Hmm. Georgia Tech beating Wake Forest by fourteen fucking points. (laughs) Like I know Wake Forest has been punching above its weight for a little bit of a while now. But like I didn't, I I didn't think Georgia Tech necessarily had them in, had this in them, one year in, and like nobody look, did, absolutely no one did. Yeah, like tell me you did it. I'll tell you that's different from hoping they did. They sh- they they had, if I remember correctly, they uh yeah they they jumped out to a, they had to blow the Louisville game. Yeah. To they they could have and probably should have won the Louisville game, and they blew it badly in the second half. Um, they lost to Ole Miss, which is fine. And other than that, like things kind of look all right for yeah. for year one under under a new coach, at least. No, it's not. It's not too bad. Um, I will also say not too bad. Hey, look look at you, South Carolina. You you had you had yourself a wild ass day. Holy <laughs> shit! Some of y'all have real important jobs. What are you doing? It's fine. This is great. I love it's it. Fine. Yeah, in the chat. Uh, by the way, we, we haven't really shouted out the chat so far, but you know what? You made it this far. I'm going to go ahead and do that. WC Core, Iceman After Dark. Shout out to Sarah's Analyst. Shout out to Partner. Shout out to Paralegal. <laughs> yeah, shout out to really Water good. Coordinator. Water Coordinator sounds awesome. Shout out to Dynamic People First Leader. Oh, that's somebody we actually know. I'm not going to make fun. That's Dabo. No, that's our buddy John Pyle. Say, he actually is the people first leader. Let's say this one with a question mark at the end. Shout out to <laughs> Gunhaver4077. Maybe it's a Texas Tech thing. Maybe. Who let Gun. that dude out of Reddit? Um, yeah, what happened in this? Uh, you know what? It's South Carolina, Mississippi State. I don't know why I'm asking questions. That's all. all right, haymakers. That's all that happened in that yeah. game. South Carolina got up. Then Mississippi State roared back. Will Rogers actually had like a pretty productive game which he has not really had this year in an entirely new offense uh go figure an air raid team converting to another offense still can't run the ball they only ran for 32 yards on the night uh xavier leggett xavier leggett is heinous he is a terror xavier leggett is why did why did south carolina only throw the ball 20 times then that's all they needed okay (laughs) all right balance uh they established the run I'm going to keep okay. going. You're like, why did they do that? And I'm like, they established it, right? They established it. They sure. established it. Yeah. Is what they did. Okay. Yeah. Were they running the ball productively? No, but they, they established, established it. It, it was That's established. Right. Even though Spencer Rattler was 18 for 20. And you say he was 18 for 20. You know why, Ryan? Because they, they established the run. Yeah. It all comes back to the that. run. Yep. That's why. Yep. But Z- yep. Xavier Leggett, I am terrified of facing him because even if we manage to beat South Carolina, I'm still going to have to watch that man run all the way over through and around our defense. It's going to suck. Iowa State through all over Oklahoma State. <laughs> What's do it we, happening? Do we, do we all remember that Mike Gundy is the highest paid coach in the Big 12? I think that's still true. I don't think there were any offseason raises that changed that. But. 
Oklahoma State is paying a lot of money for a team that beat Central Arkansas and beat Arizona State and didn't do either of those in, like, super dominant fashion and has now lost to South Alabama, who's a good team, and Iowa State, who is not a good team. Yeah. And now has, like, a whole whole lot of meat left in the schedule. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, it's they're gonna let it get bad because they don't know what to do. There, that's the answer. Hey, right? relate again, deeply relatable. I like people who are like, well, you know, T Boone's dead, so that totally changes. T Boone Pickens is dead, so that totally changes Mike Gundy's relationship. No, it doesn't. Mike Gundy went out with his like, like with his hat out to other programs every single off season with T Boone sitting right there, and he was like, I don't care. <laughs> makes you think it's gonna change anything. No way. Now he's like, well, T Boone's dead. I'm just going to do it more than ever. He'll probably ask to ask for the Tennessee job this offseason. <laughs> you guys interested? Huh? What do you mean? Yeah. No, I mean, fine. he's going to try it. He's like, they'll be like, it's not open. And he's like, you sure? He's like, oh, no. Go get the Clemson job. Oh. Yeah. I want to mention uh, one thing from Friday night before it goes over the uh, transom too much. NC State, oh, Virginia. Big words. You're not NC better than State. us. NC State, Virginia, our boy Anthony Colandrea, the hypest white boy on the planet. Uh, Anthony Colandrea uh, did something absolutely amazing at the end of this game. If you did not see it, which you probably didn't. You did not see it. You didn't pay attention to us because we've been on him since week one. We have. Uh, he likes to throw the ball very far down the field, very hard. Where it's going, who knows? That's up to God. Um, at the end of this game, UVA comes back and ties it with 36 seconds left <laughs> and uh there is a blocking foul there's a leaping foul uh on a kick attempt that moves the ball 15 yards closer for nc state who's driving for the winning field goal um and the drive was necessary and i'm reading from the recap here to get it right it was necessary after freshman anthony colandrea led virginia on an 11-play, 66-yard drive and uh, got it 21-19. But the Cavs were called for unsportsmanlike conduct after the play on Colin Drea, who took his helmet off and flexed at the other team. <laughs> and and it, it set Virginia back 15 yards on the kickoff. NC State got into position and kicked the game-winning field goal. Our boy is going through the entire hero's progress in one season. He's going to go low. And he's going to triumph at the end. That's how you work. The Friday, <clears throat> the Friday thing you should have noticed, I would argue. Yeah. Is Air Force not needing a shred of fucking balance to beat San Jose State? Two passes, both completed, against seventy-three runs. <laughs> four, Ow. four for four hundred yards on the dot and six Ow. and six touchdowns. San Jose State has to feel so bad. Just physically. Yeah. No, when when just... a, the other team ran at you 73 times. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. <laughs> Fuck just... balance. Just do the thing you're good at. If you want to know what this feels like, you should get somebody to get uh, a pool noodle. And, <laughs> and, and what you need to do Those is do, do, do yep. one burpee. Okay. Yep. Do one burpee. <laughs> With a jump, I need you to get your feet off the ground. Okay? Do one burpee with a jump, and then have your friend hit you in the face with the pool noodle. 
That's one snap. If you can get the end of the fr- uh, the pool noodle frozen first, that would be helpful as well. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting pornography was the theme today, and by that I mean Oklahoma fuck, players, dude? Oklahoma players drinking Skyline chili after beating uh, Cincinnati twenty to six. That was what two players on Oklahoma's social media. How were, so, were they flying home tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Oklahoma's defense has kind of balled out through yeah. through four weeks. Yeah. They have they have the Oklahoma, and I haven't checked to see if any of these are uh, non offensive scores. In four games, they have allowed 34 points. That's quite good. Hey, I don't want to alarm anybody, mm-hmm. but Arizona State is uh, technically in a one-score game with yeah. this. It's a half. Yeah. No, wait, no, they're not. Sorry, math. Wait, yeah, they are. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, they are. They're in a one-score game. So, so <laughs> is so is Cal if they score. Uh, let's ro- see. If it's rock and chalk, they're in a one-score game. They, yeah. <laughs> If they hit, oh my god, 30. Cal Cal passes the ball to Bill Bellamy at the thirty point line. If Holy hit, shit! If they hit the thirty three pointer, which uh, you know could we happen, we go now to Cal President Dan Cortez. This is where I get to go to Alex Kirchner, and I get to go. You were the one trying to put out little California like Cal vibes. You're the one who's like, Ooh, Cal's running. He does this. He they does. You know what it is? He's he's consistently too early by at l- sometimes two years, at least one year. The Memphis thing is a great example. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I think it was last week. On, it was last week. I think on Split Zone that he mentioned like emphatically that he had sworn off the Memphis thing, and then Memphis went and lost to the zoo. It's what it is is like, and and this is not specific to Alex. There are plenty of people who do this. We probably do this sometimes too. Oh, I do this all the time. It's just if you're not a Cal fan and you're like this year, I think I'm, I think I'm into Cal. That's like your friend who's like, you know what I'm really into these days is Port. No, you're not. No, you don't fucking no. like Port. You're just trying to be different. Shut up and have some wine, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Stop drinking port and stop pretending Cal football is interesting. I'm going to take away this. I know I'm he's not take... going to listen to this, but if you, I know he's not listening to this, so I feel fine saying it here. But if you've ever had a friend who went through a Fernet phase, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. You know exactly who I'm talking about. No, it's not. It's not a taste like. Yeah, here's, taste a, here's really good. And he had the time we were working with a bunch of like, uh, not teenagers, but like very young legal drinkers. And he would like buy rounds for the table, and we're like, "Oh my god, I love you. This is vile." Yeah, just I think I'm getting into grappa this year. Yeah, listen, pour, <laughs> sh- pour a shot of grappa and pour a shot of fabuloso, and tell me which one is which. John Sackler has it correct. Has the correct assessment here. Oh fuck, for net. Yes, that's right. It's, it's fabuloso. Bad. Just just pour pour fabuloso. The purple the purple fabuloso though. That's the good shit. Wait, sad TCU fan? Is that Anna Marie? Because if it isn't, you really do know this person. I'm going to be sad. Don't dime me out to him. Uh, By the way, I'm going to take away that Memphis port from Alex, and I'm just going to give this to everybody. Luther Burden. Luther Burden of Missouri. Go watch Luther Burden the third play. He had 10 receptions for 177 yards today. He can't be defended. He is nasty as fuck. Kansas. Listen, if you want to be in on Cal, be in on Kansas instead. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas Kansas beat BYU 38-27. They held BYU to nine rushing yards. And yes, this includes sacks, but guess what? Sacks are good. So I don't care that we count them wrong in this particular instance. On their own side of the, of the ball, Kansas ran for 221 yards. They were 14 of 19 passing with three touchdowns. Like, 
can't and and BYU is not a slouch. BYU was undefeated coming into this game. It just beat an Arkansas team that apparently can push LSU to the limit. Like Kansas is, while coastal elites like Alex Kirshner want you to pay big <laughs> attention to Cal football, they ignore the flyover darlings, the Kansas Jayhawks. Alex moved from one coast to the other coast. Flying, literally flying over Kansas in the process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All also, of you accused us earlier tonight of saying Alex is young uh, was as a bit. No, it's it's math. Like, y'all, yeah. Do y'all know that Alex is like 10 years younger than all of us? This is yeah. not a joke. Yeah, you know how you know how old we're old. Alex, here, here, you ready? I'm gonna watch the comments steam because I know how many of y'all in here have been with us since the WordPress days. Here, you ready? Everybody, lean in. You ready? Mm -hmm. Alex Kirshner was born in 1992. Yeah, there. Let that in. Listen, it's just it's just me and icy death at this mic. We are bros. Let let that in. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, TVs around Burgundy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna screen cap this first wave of comments that went. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll just read them. Shit. Fuck. What? Damn kids. Oh god damn it. Sad face. Anyway, get on the Kansas bandwagon because Jalen Daniels oh. is for my money pound for pound the most entertaining quarterback, not drawing unsportsmanlike penalties at the end of UVA games. He's <laughs> Jalen. Jalen Daniels is incredible. He's it's it's like 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 everything that you like about college quarterbacks. Jalen Daniels is there. Like if we do the BVP award, Jalen Daniels is a front runner for this thing because he rules. Um, also, Kansas, uh, actual actual good football team. Like, yeah, uh, it, all, Kansas is another really good example of like you watch them play and you're like, oh, there's a plan, and they like yeah. know what they're trying. They know what they're trying to be, and they know what they're trying to do. But apparently Alex called himself old at the split zone live shot in DC and everyone booed him. I mean, he's, he is emotionally old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has an older than soul than all of us. Maybe anybody except Godfrey. He's also the best one out of any of us at just like, he's better than Spencer at this too, which is kind of crazy, but at just the single shot kill mm-hmm. at his young age, imagine how good he, imagine when he gets like some wear on him, imagine how much better he's going to be at that. We might have to lock him up. Godfrey's the Lich King, so I'm the Witch. Oh no, Godfrey's the Goblin King. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Yeah, Godfrey. No, the Witch King is the the one who can't be killed by men, and that's clearly not Godfrey. It is it is September twenty fourth, so I don't have much longer to do this, but I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go ahead and say most dominant team in America, thirty one nine victors today. That's right. Get you a piece of this while you still can before selling, uh, because we've only got a week left of their powers. September Maryland. Yeah, baby. Four yeah, baby. Undefeated in the Big Ten, baby. Who, who do they have next week? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I truly didn't know. So You don't know. It's uh, not actually, important. Oh, no, no, no. Are you ready for this? Yeah. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. Get a piece of undefeated Maryland because they're, they're probably going to stay undefeated. Because next week they play Indiana, who Indiana just picked up their second win. And... It, they're probably going to be there for another week. I'm not ready <laughs> for October Maryland as yeah. a concept. I am ready for October Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk Tom. about some witch king shit? Are you Tom tired? Of, are you tired of being let down by teams that get off to a hot start and then can't do shit? Consider Indiana football. <laughs> We're not doing shit. <laughs> the roller coaster that never goes up. Yeah. 
Happy May, Ron Bloomington. You really, uh, by the way, the Halloween, rug- Indiana. Thank you, Wax Human Being. Yeah, the rug, the rug pull on the Maryland cryptocurrency comes in uh, October seventh. Terp, versus- terp, terp- yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah, terp, cryptocurrency. You need to sell terp coin by October seventh because that's when they face Ohio State. In the meantime, pump those numbers up, rookie, and get some fish on the line. Because we're buying Maryland. September Maryland, the most powerful force in sports. Can't deny it. Non-fungible terps. I can't remember who said this today, but like I think it was uh I think it was Iowa. They're like, Yeah, I was into NFTs, no fucking touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Crab cryptocurrency. David Hanna has a better one. God, comments are killing it tonight, guys. Congrats. I still can't believe Notre Dame. It's weird Dame to say sound off in the comments and they can actually do it. This Notre Dame game is so stupid. Oh, yeah. Notre, Notre Dame game is, is big dumb. Somebody check on that Notre Dame Barstool account. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, we're, we're Catholic. Nobody feels guiltier about our failures than us. And you're like, well, that's not going to stop me. My one comfort is that if they think that's anti-Catholic, they clearly are not listening to the podcast. There, there is a special, there is a special brand of cruelness that invo- that is involved in. We need to review this game deciding touchdown so we can put one more meaningless <laughs> yes. second on the board. Uh-huh. Now go out there and do something stupid and pointless. <laughs> Let's see it. Maybe we'll get laterals to get. Fuck you. Not happening. <laughs> But we want to see it anyway. March your ass out there. See if you can get ten. See if you can get eleven players on the field. That oh, seems to boy. be an issue. And Thanks. just like with the overhead shot of like here are here's half the half the Ohio State offensive line. Here's nobody for Notre Dame. <laughs> and the fact and the fact that like he barely scored. Like that's the it would I think it would be better in some weird way for Notre Dame fans, if Ohio State had just walked in behind, like, two clean blocks and just been like, oh, well, we fucked that up. But the fact that you almost stopped him is like, yes, had there been literally one body there, might it might might doesn't get in. Game over. Huge stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, by the way, you're saying that Notre Dame was underrepresented on the left, just, just as ideologically. Okay, wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Absolutely weird. <laughs> they left some room on the defensive line for the Holy Spirit. They did. They did. There's something about somebody said this earlier, and I can't find it, and I'm sorry, but it was 10 players and 11 sets of footsteps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to block when he's carrying you, dude. He needs his arms. Uh, I'm going to do one request, Ugarlis, who was uh, a guest of the Charles, forecast. Hello. Yes. Charles uh, wanted me to go ahead and shout out. This hurts me because it's I'm betraying my class. Cornell Just Big Red, Cornell Big Red 23, Yale 21. You beat Yale, this so I'm a happy. Serious question. Cornell has football. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Yes. That's including cool. Jackson Kennedy kicked a 30 yarder as time expired. <laughs> if you don't know <laughs> Cornell, <laughs> it's a really good school. It's fine. I will accept kinda as the answer for Cornell having football. Kinda. Yes. Congratulations to Charles. And the Cornell Bears. Um, I've got some more good news, by the way. Uh, the second half has started, and a second, uh, the kickoff has happened, and Cal has not surrendered points. Way to go, Bears. Oh, Washington, don't do this. 
Don't do this bear, to our hearts. It's bear, late. bear, bear on, bear forever. Bear up, bear, bear, bear ass. There we go. <laughs> now you woke up the dog this time. Yeah. So the agenda for the rest of the evening is to track down the trident story. We're going to go see if if somebody actually threw a trident. This well, game. I've already lost interest if it's not like a free range trident. If it's some sideline bullshit, I means it's probably plastic. Yeah. Uh, caboose damage. Caboose Wait, MS- how did you have to throw like a hollow plastic trident to even get it to go anywhere? I it looked pretty solid. I don't okay. know if it's. Is I it don't like think- resin? Yeah, I mean, I it, I don't know if it's metal. It appeared pretty shiny. Am I looking at Design Toscano for Tridents right now? Go ahead. I'm Go shocked ahead. that's not already a saved bookmark for Comment you. Comment or Clayton T says the Trident was already debunked, so we don't have to do this. Okay. Okay. Then I'll I'll go ahead and let it. Oh, we can't have nice things. Yeah. Uh, Sandman twenty twenty one says y'all can't let Jimbo off the hook. What? It's 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 trickier to it's. I find it trickier to get involved in this game because AM lost their quarterback. I know they weren't very good in the first half, but also, like, 27-10 is fine. Like, Max Johnson came in and played pretty well. I I don't know. Like, the, the weird thing about the SEC this year, especially with the results of this week, is with a few ex- exceptions, and I don't even know if, how strongly I believe in that, like, I don't think there's any matchup you can come up with where I can say confidently, oh, this team will win. Like, you can just pick them randomly. You could say, like, Ole Miss Vandy. And I'll be like, I don't know. Sometimes Vandy gets it going on offense. Yeah. Here's here's Mizzou LSU. I don't know. Mizzou's 4-0. And LSU sometimes just plays like shit. Yeah. Here's something we can do. Um, And somebody asked us to cover this earlier. Can you make a case that Bobby Petrino has anything to do with this team? No, because uh, I knew that when they got into a long situation that Jimbo was still putting his thumb on the scale because it was like first and 25, and I was like, that here comes a three-yard out, and on cue, three-yard out. Light clockwork. That is, that is like, for as much as, much as that was a storyline coming into the season, uh, there is very little that's like, oh, boy. You know what looks awesome? The AM offense all the time. That's right. Max Johnson winged a ball in a double coverage that was just breathtaking. That's really where they sort of cracked the game open was when Max Johnson was like, huh, that's funny, Jimbo. You got this whole constipated offense thing. Bang! <laughs> I also appreciate that Arkansas allowed a touchdown on an underthrown pass that the receiver bobbled and then somehow two defenders missed him in the course uh-huh. of all of this. Yeah. Uh, commenter Sparty, no, I will do you one better. You asked, remember when Michael Penix was at IU? I remember when he committed to Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, he he did, no, he really did. For like, 30, for like 30 seconds in 2017, Michael Penix Jr. was committed uh, to Tennessee. Uh, Caboose asked this question. Uh, apparently, uh, what's more likely to happen than Brian Ferentz getting fired tomorrow? Anything. He's not getting fired. No, wait, aliens already revealed themselves to us like two weeks ago. We yeah, got something else. Yeah, because he's not getting fired. They're not firing his ass. Bobby no, Petrino. they, they, Brian Ferentz got this stupid contract, like, rider, because that's, they're going to, they're going to go through the whole season to figure out if he can do this or not. Yeah. And, like, it's still in the balance. He's not, he's not that far off, but, oh, man. Uh-huh. Getting fucking shut out was not helpful, guys. Wait, yeah. hang on. 
we have an alert for one of the funniest passes I've ever seen. In what game? Probably not Iowa. Oh, I'm yeah. guessing it's Washington. Yeah, def- definitely not Iowa because mm-hmm. uh, there was nothing funny about any. Uh, oh, that is funny. It appears to have doinked off someone's helmet and directly into the arms of a streaking receiver. Perfect. That's great. I think we call that the chat. We call that the Chad Kelly. I got frantic. <laughs> me- I got frantic messages from pit people who are like, "Phil Jerkovich is good. He just went six for six. Oh my God, what is happening? What's his final stat line? I'm so glad you asked, right? <laughs> it was. Uh, he completed his first six passes and finished with eleven for fifteen for a hundred and nine yards and zero. TDs. <laughs> even even when he's playing well, it's like absolutely not, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He didn't. The Christian Christian Villu took a number of snaps at maybe maybe. Hold on, I have to look something. Is Pat? Where is Pat Narduzzi from? Oh, let's New, guess. He's from New Haven. What? Did not have that on the list. Yeah, he went. He went out at halftime. Thank you, obnoxiously pit girl. And it was good in Phil adjusted terms. He was on pace for two hundred yards. Um, he did, also did rush five times for five yards. Which, if you need a yard, call Phil. What if Pat Narduzzi is a Steelers fan and he just cannot fucking stand that the Steelers have decided to go with Kenny Pickett and he feels an obligation? He's like, never again will a pit quarterback light up the ACC. And vault into the upper reaches of the NFL draft. Not on my watch. I will do everything in my power to prevent that from happening again. Washington has scored again, so <laughs> it's now fifty. It's now fifty-two to twelve, and they have the ball back as well. How? How that that little ball? I didn't even see it go because I have the scores open. Yeah, like on the stream, that little ball didn't even do the little dosy do back and forth from nope, Cal. Washington just kept it. Cal was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Just like not important. We we don't we don't give that to us. Yeah, we don't know what we're gonna do. Come on, y'all. Yeah, uh, Michael Penix has thrown another. T- he's he's thrown four touchdowns. He's what up to two hundred fifty four yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me tell you. I want to end on this. Uh, excellence in broadcasting mention an award to conclude my thoughts on the day sean mcdonough who uh called the florida state clemson game we have covered this before but uh the official position of sean mcdonough regarding the universe is he does not give a fuck not one auburn hockey outscored auburn football today wow i'm looking i'm thank you commenter jason dickert i'm looking (laughs) uh Oh wow! Fuck. Did they? Oh, Auburn. Hold on, I'm trying to see who they. Auburn played. having hockey is oh, news. Right. Auburn seventeen, UAB two. Oh, Scoring seventeen. Not having a good week. Is Trent Dilfer coaching UAB hockey too? Scoring seventeen goals is fucking untowards in a hockey game. Yeah. What? I'm trying to see. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. They led 7-0 at the end of the first, no, 7-1 at the end of the first period. And they scored 10 more goals. So we need to work on a coach swap is what I'm hearing. Wait, apparently we missed a Sean, I'm sorry, I'm cruising the comments. Apparently we missed a Sean McDonough rant. About what? Well. Oh, wait, the, Spencer's Sean McDonough rant. Yeah, well, I wasn't listening. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Oh no, 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 we we missed the one. I I did not see the one about Aflac today. Uh, no, I was referencing the one when Greg McElroy said, when uh, when Jonathan White's missed the potential uh, game winner or the one that was going to put Clemson up 27-24 with a minute 45 left, and he misses the field goal, uh, Greg McElroy says, well, what would have been a Hollywood ending? And Sean McDonough on the rip with no prep goes, well, the writers are on strike. Just like – Mm-hmm. Just According the, I, to commenter Contrail236, he had to say Aflac today, and he got so mad that they made them say the brand name a second time and went on a mini rant about it. The same guy oh, who no. earlier in the game goes, oh, finally, Colorado gets some attention. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy who I saw at an ESPN upfront the day after the Big 12, or that like the Big 12 had just been like, the ESPN had just cut ties with the Big 12. And Sean McDonough was in charge of presenting the Big 12. Disney for the up for like the next day. Yeah. And then McDonough gets up there and goes, Well, hi. And then just like, just, just like they kept him in the program despite this, which was a strange choice. It was beautiful. Please watch our games. I guess we're calling them. Um, hi. Sean McDonough's awesome. You know what it is? If AM were real badasses. After they scored a touchdown, I don't know, like a meaningless touchdown late in that game, they would have done like a coordinated fake baptism celebration just to make Hugh Freeze say something about it. But they don't. Like, just juice, just juiceless, a juiceless team. That's all. Yeah. Unserious. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all? Jesus always got at least 11 guys on the field. You'll notice that. Have we, how many minutes until that point comes on? Uh, we are nine minutes away from the start of the Suzuka race. Okay. So I may so... actually I may actually catch a little bit of it and complete a day which featured, among other things, the entire college football spread, uh, multiple World Cup of rugby games, including Ireland's absolutely brutal, I believe, 12-9 victory over the South Africa Springboks. Uh, and yes, to complete it all, the F1 japan grand prix at suzuka starting in nine minutes if you were with us the whole time congratulations you made it you can go to sleep to the dulcet tones of logan Sargent crashing into a barrier 13 8 something like that i guess that's the show then (laughs) i guess that's i guess that's the show thank you for everybody who's still in there uh jason's not dead jason's not dead dead. he was that one time but not he's not dead right now and if he is dead we didn't do it yeah if he is we don't know about it alibi 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 yes (laughs) thanks y'all